0: Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. I have a, I have a word that I choose to call a message I choose to that I, I I call from zero to hero. Like I have been thinking about this and 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 the gospel to me has been that always the gospel uh, brings something that is broken something that is slow and increase it le- its level to something more powerful and beautiful that's why people like uh, drug addiction or prostitution or uh, uh, a broken broken uh, background can come to the gospel and be, com- be completely transformed and have a life change completely and it's not logical but it's a miracle a mir- the strongest miracle that we have all experienced is the love of Jesus that is the biggest biggest miracle no matter how hard a circumstance looks no matter how tough it looks when the cross is preached there is this love put out over people's life and they are changed are changed completely so my friend, no matter what your situation is right now or, or what you're going through, I have a positive message to you. Uh, when, when you come in contact with the electrifying Jesus, the power of Jesus, your life is changed. Oh, you, you, can't, uh, you can't be not touched by it. You come, it's like, whoa, something happens to you. touch it, you're like, whoa, something's going to happen to you. Uh, And yesterday I was just reminding myself, I was thinking about all the things that Jesus did in my life. And uh, some of you, you you know me, some of you, you don't know me. And um, let me just tell you shortly, like where I come from, I come from uh, a small little country who went through a civil war. And my my dad, he was drinking, and my mom was trying their best. So, and then I moved to Sweden, and coming as a refugee, coming out of war, coming to a country where I don't understand the culture. I don't understand anything, and actually, I didn't choose to move, but I followed my mom. My mom moved here for a better situation for us. And when I came here, I was so frustrated. I was so locked in life, and and I uh, I had friends. And actually my friends, they, they were the friends that I I connected with. They were there for me, they love on me, but, but many of them had a, a little bit of criminal background, and, and I started to do the same, and then I was stuck in drugs, and then I was stuck in this brokenness, and I find myself in a very dark place of my life, thinking that what, what can what can change this? How is life so hard and so difficult? But then when I when I Heard the gospel of Jesus. My life was changed. Everything was changed. And today, my friend, I'm putting out my heart and I I try to preach to you a message of love. If this love can come come in touch with your life, it's a miracle that is born in you. Everything starts from the heart. And today, I want you to follow me to Luke chapter 15 and in Luke chapter 15 we are going to we're going to read from five different places of a story a story of a father a father that represents Jesus a father that represents he's the father the god and and he had two sons two beautiful sons i am a i am a father and i have three i have three sons i love them equally i love them so much i could give i could give any organ of of myself for them, and uh, th- there is this love that trans everything and that's that 's love from a father to their sons yeah. and and uh, the father had two sons, and one of them decide to live decide i don 't want to stay here, I want to go out I want to leave the, the father 's house and we read uh, if you come with me to Luke fifteen and verse thirteen. The son, one of the sons says, not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and were there squandering his wealth in, in wild living. So he just, he used everything he had. And this, this is, I want to bring this to you because when, when the father have a plan for you, the father have a plan for you, he have the best plan. But we choose to walk away sometimes from him, and I know I know a lot of people. I have been working in jails, in hospitals. I've been working in the streets. I've been taking care of of people with a with a broken background and drug addiction. And many of them they don't want that. But but they, they were childrens once before. They were kids, but their life just went bad. You know, life went just life just happened, and and and, and the, this uh, this dark world that they can't break they can't break it many times you know people say to me yeah yeah but these people they can they should just change their life they should just you know behave but yeah, but many many times when the addictions take over, when the brokenness take over, sometimes it's difficult to break that. I have experienced that. And the only thing that broke that darkness was the presence of Jesus when he came to my life. And in, in, in this chapter, the, the son lived the father. And then... Um, and living the father is—it's living the gospel he's walking away from the protections, walking away from a from a, from, a, from a plan walking away from something that he the father have decided for you and me. The story continues and uh, and he says that he he he, he bought things he he, he party he, he he used all he had all and I think this is the picture that we sometimes uh, uh, sometimes our experiencing that we have received everything. We have everything, but then we use it to just to throw it away. The Bible says, don't, don't throw away your pearls to the pigs. And sometimes we, we use what gift and, 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 uh, and, and uh, creativity and everything is used uh, for destruction, for, for uh, yeah, Uh, We we throw away a gift that we may have. I believe a a lot of artists and I believe a lot of uh, book writers and I believe a lot of rappers and musicians. I think this is a gift given from God that we sometimes just throw away for nothing. And then we end in drug addiction and and destruction. And and then a lot of people take their life. Uh, So sometimes this story, I think, speaks so much about gift given from heaven to you. So the Bible says that he went and threw away everything. And, and so, so this is maybe my point number two, that he is without protection. The Bible says in 15, chapter 15, verse 14 to 16, it says like this, after he had spent everything, there was a several famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a, a citizen of the country who sent him to his field to feed pigs. Ah, I mean, Wow, and, and he no longer felt his, he, he longed to fill his stomach with the pots of the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. Imagine coming so low in life, believing, knowing that I am, I am so gifted. I have so much potential. I have so much creativity, and then ending with the pigs, throwing away everything. And I think that so many of us, we can relate to this, knowing, but how? How did this happen to me? What did I do to deserve this in life? I, I believe that life will be so much more easier. I, I believe that life will be so much, I don't know, like doors will be open just like that. But something happened in life. Life happened. And when life happened, sometimes you, you can ask all these questions. But I believe that life sometimes can be tough. But I believe that God is all good. I believe life can attack you, but I still believe Jesus is still loving. No matter what happens and no matter what you go through, life can come against you. But once you open the door, Jesus, you step into a different dimension. And today I'm preaching to you, my friend. I know that some of you, you sometimes feel discouraged and thinking, why did this all happen to me? Life happens sometimes, but a door still stands open. Open, and that's the door of Jesus. Yes. So so here in this position, my point number three that I would want to talk to you about is the guilt and the anxiety. I, I, I think this story brings a whole, a whole uh, human understanding that when you go through something, when you no matter if it was if you felt that this was your fault, or no matter if you feel that life happens, and you find yourself in a position knowing I can't help myself. Have you met anyone Sometimes Have you met any person with tears in their eyes, crying to you, saying, help me? I have. I have. I, I remember like yesterday, I'm walking in the street at Uppsala. And, and uh, I hear a voice calling my name. Walter, Walter. And I turn and I cannot recognize who is this guy. And he comes and he, and he actually turned, throw himself to the knees in front of me, in the middle of the night, in Uppsala. And uh, Uppsala, for all of you who don't know, is a city here in uh, uh, one hour away from from Stockholm. And he threw himself, and and, and he hugged me. Hugged my, my, you can think that this is a very weird situation. But look into this man's eyes. I am maybe 23 years old. He's the same age like me. We grew up together. We went to a lot of fights together. We, 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 we drank together. I'm, I'm sorry. That's my background. And he hugged me and he screamed to me saying, Walter, help me. Help me. I can't help myself. I can do anything. And I, I grabbed him and I lifted him up and I, I shared the gospel to him. With tears in his eyes, he thanked he thanked me. I believe that the gospel it's it's shines so much stronger. In a darker place. That is why it's so important for you. If you are a Christian, if you believe in Jesus, there is a purpose over your life. There is a purpose to stretch out yourself to the darkest places where there is no hope, where there is a brokenness. When you step in with Jesus, you step into a place of anxiety and guilt. The Bible says like this, chapter 15 and verse 18 to 19. <clears throat> This is the son. This is the story of the son. I will set out, he says, and go back to my father, and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants. I think that this is when 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 guilt come over you, as the son felt. He said. I am not your son. You, the, he feels like, if I can just come home, if I can just rent a room and work for you, that's enough. That's, that's guilt speaking. That's, that's the guilt saying, like, I'm not a son anymore. But how many of you understand that from the moment the son left the house, walked away from the house, miles away from the house, left to another country, living in another language, he never stopped to be a son for the father. He never lose that authority given. He's always a son. No matter how far he went, no matter how far he, 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 he disappeared, he may have never contacted his father, but he still was a son. And that, my friend, is the message of the gospel. No matter how far you feel from, from Jesus, from the faith in Jesus, no matter how far you feel, I am not. Dis- I don't deserve to go to church. I don't deserve to come in touch with the cross. Uh, I'm a nobody, my friend. I am being in moments like that. I have been in, 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 in times when I felt... Oh, my mom tried to take me to church. By the way, I want to thank my mother so much because she had been praying for me. From the day she received Christ, she believed that me and the entire family will be saved. And if you are a mother, if you are crying for your son, if you feel, I have lost hope for my sons, let me encourage you. Let me speak to you. When you pray, God is doing something. When you turn to him, he is creating an atmosphere around that son. It happened to me when I felt, who am I to go to church? Every time I step, I step into a church, I felt very very dirty. I felt like I don't belong here. These people are are, are nice people. I am not part of this. That, that's why. That's why I have such a heart for people with broken backgrounds, and I I feel for you. And, and and I wanted to know that you have a church here in Stockholm. There is a church that is open for you, waiting for you. When you come in in SOS Church, my friend, you are a nobody. You are included in this huge family. We are standing with wide open hands just like that when I step in I step into a beautiful beautiful family let me go back to the to the story so he decided to go back and he felt if I can just come in that will be enough but now my my fourth point is the father's love oh the father's love is amazing because when the son arrived it was it was not holding back it was it was not it was not, oh, why are you coming back? It was not, who do you think you are? It was not, eh, I don't know if I can receive you. It was nothing of that. But it was a wide, open, heart, pumping and waiting for my son to come back. It was such a, an emotional time when he comes back. The Bible says in Luke chapter 15, verse 22, that, but the father says to his servant, quick. Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring in his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was Dead and he's alive again we are lost and he's found so they the, they began to celebrate and i love this because this is the whole message of the gospel no matter how broken the son was and no matter how much he spent away everything he had you know you logically we think that 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 uh, just forgiveness, that will be enough. Just to come to a position like, okay, you are welcome, come in, everything is fine. That is what we find sometimes logical enough. But this, the father doesn't do that. He brings, he forgives him, and then he elevates him. He he celebrate him. He, he lifts him up. And, and I think that that, my friend, is the most powerful. Powerful thing with Christianity that no matter how broken and how low you have been, He lifts an alcoholist to a gentleman, He lifts a prostitute to a lady, He brings a a drug addicted to be a father, He brings a poor boy boy, to be a rich boy, He lifts everything that was bad and destructive. And no, no matter what you have been thinking that you went through, you think there is no way out, my friend, the very brokenness will become your very miracle are you here today my friends are you happy that jesus is alive i am so excited listen listen it is so radical that people get pissed of this get disturbed the gospel it's so radical that it disturbs people remember that the, the father has two sons the, i'm talking about the one who who left But the other who stayed, oh, he didn't like it. He didn't. This is not fair. And how many of you understand that grace is not fair? Grace is a gift from heaven. Forgiveness is a gift from heaven. What he chooses to do with his sons, it's the father's will. And he chose you, my friend. He chose you to be a blessing. He chose you to be recovered, lifting on high, forgive, start a completely new brand with your name. The Bible says like this in Luke 15 verse 30, it says that, this is the the brother speaking. He's so peace. But when 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 this this son of yours, it doesn't say, "Oh, when my brother came back." No. Right now, he's not the brother. The, the story says that the brother says, "The son of yours, who who has he has squandered, like given away, using it, your property with prostitute, came home." You kill the fat and calf for him. I mean, that is the limit. I mean, you don't kill the fat calf for that son. You don't do that. And I think it's so funny. The story is so funny. It's just like, yeah, I say to myself, that is the gospel. It irritates people. It's like, how come that guy became so good? You know, this is a true story. I came back to my old city. And I was walking in the street. I, I I was being safe for some years, got married, had kids. And I came back and I met my old teacher. <laughs> yeah, I met. His name was Mats. Mats if you're watching this. Hi, I hope you're doing good. And uh, this is this is a true story. So I come walking, I see Mats. I go, "Mats, hi, good to see you. And he looked at me for th- like, th- you, know, you know the three seconds, that too long when you feel a little awkward. It's not like, hey. It's like, hello, Matt. <laughs> it's me, Walter. And he goes like, Walter, is that you? It's like somebody had jumped into this body. <laughs> it's like. No, give me Walter back. I know you took Walter like an alien movie. You know, hey Walter, if you are listening to me, so I say, yeah, it's me, Walter, and and he's, he, he cannot understand. You know, he he remembered this thin guy, long hair, uh, weed smoking guy. You know, cursing every time kicking stuff for no reason, you know, hyperactive, you know, (laughs) that guy. Now, I am fully in my sense saying that, yeah, I've been working as a missionary in Bulgaria, helping the people, and he's looking at me like, are you talking, are you talking to me? Are you Walter? And he's like, he, he actually said to me like this, are you joking? He actually, he actually, Are you joking? I said, no, 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 I have become a pastor. And he goes like, <laughs> he did like this. <laughs> yeah, I have become a pastor. I, I, have, I, have, uh, I have two kids right now. And I'm married to, to Linda, my wife. And, and, I, and I start to, without thinking, I start to tell him the story of my salvation. I said, Jesus, tell the story. And he, he grabbed my hand. Like He's a Swedish guy, tall guy. He grabbed, he grabbed my, my shoulder, put his hand like this, and he said, that, that, Walter, that is good for you. That's so good. And I could, I could see a little tear in. his like, that's, and he shakes me like that. You know, you know, when, when a, a Swedish man is emotional. <laughs> it's like, that's good. That, yeah. Yeah. And then he goes like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still a teacher. And that becomes the gospel. It doesn't make sense. It's just, it creates something new, something different. And I believe for you today. I believe mothers, fathers that are praying for their children, men and wives that are praying for their marriage, children will be saved, marriage will be restored, miracles will happen, broken souls will be healed, your life will be changing because when you come in touch with electrifying Jesus, when you come in touch with his presence, you go from zero to hero. A miracle, miracle love happens in your life. I love this story too of um, of Peter. <laughs> Peter is a good guy. I love Peter. It's kind of like I have all these movies going through you know in my head when I read sometimes the Bible. Peter to me, it's this this a little bit arrogant guy you know, open shirt, <laughs> hair, beer, and he's always like you know the one who you hear the most. You come to a party. You hear somebody, hey, what's up? That's Peter. If it is a fight, hey, that's Peter. And, and it happens too that Jesus is, they're going to take Jesus, and Peter tried to defend him. I don't know, he he grabbed the knife. He must have been very fast. Grabbed the knife, cut the ear of a soldier. It's like, okay, Peter. <laughs> so let's do not kill, love. <laughs> Salvation is a forgiveness, not cutting ears, you know. So Peter is this, this guy, and, and, and I can hear him many times saying to Jesus, Jesus, you are my best friend. Jesus, I'm standing with you. Jesus, I'm not giving up. I will fight with you. But then the story says that, that G- Peter denied Jesus three times. Three times he walked away uh, standing up for his friend, standing up for the, for the one he loves. Uh, do you, you know Jesus? Uh, no. I'm, I'm sorry I'm from Mexico, I don't understand. Uh, me, I came yesterday, I don't know, I don't know nothing. My name, is Pe- my name is Pedro, you know, it's this guy, you know. He move on, the second guy tells him, hey, you know, you know Jesus. I know you, you know, you know Jesus. And he goes like, uh, 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 I'm sorry, uh, but uh, please keep a distance. You know, I don't like when you come too close, uh, thank you. And he walked away. He denied him three times, three times. And then, I mean, he comes to his sense and he knows I have failed. I failed my best friend. I failed the one that I love. I failed the one that I, I will protect all my life. I failed him. Who am I now? What, what my 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 life, the thing that I thought I will do together, my 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 gift, my my call, everything, it's gone. And then the story says that they meet again. Jesus sits and talks with Peter. And Jesus asks him, Peter, do you love me? And I don't know, I don't know if you understand, but if I was Peter, I, I, I would love just to, you know, hide myself. Feeling like I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. And Peter says, you know that I do. Y- I have love for you, Jesus. The second time, he's asking, it, when, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Peter, Simon of John, do you love me more than this? What a, what a question. Do you love me more than this? And, and, and this is the love of Jesus. You need to understand that he's speaking uh, uh, with a love without limit. A love that trespass every human ability. He is asking, do you love me more than all of this? He was, Jesus is speaking out of his heart. He knows I love you more than all of this. He's asking, do you love me more than all of this? And Simon says, yes Lord, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, feed my lambs. And he you need to understand here that he just just not forgive him just just not that but he in higher he gave him a call back he's not saying I forgive you come back to the team he's saying I lift you I forgive you but now lead my people Take care of my people. Be, be the pastor of the church. He given a, he given authority. He speak to him out of love. And the only one who can give that is the same, the same friend that he betrayed. It's only him who can give him. Who have you walked away from? Who have you left behind? You are not leaving behind people and friends. You are just walked away from the presence of God. But when you come back again to him, he's standing waiting for you. Hugging you you forgiving you and lifting you higher and give you a bigger purpose are you here today yes. oh i would love to share my my heart with you because i have been crying so many times when i when i thank my god for everything he has done in my life for every time i see my sons for every time i see my family and i think wow how could this happen from going from uh, using, cutting knives and, and people hurt and blood and alcohol to children's laughing, music, eating food. How did this happen? And sometimes I'm sitting in my, in my living room and, and I start to cry. And my wife asking, me, why are you crying? I said, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that I was broken. My family was broken. But Jesus came and he transformed everything. Oh, I would love to share this with you. There is this story. I, I, it's just a, a symbolic picture, but in the Japanese in the Japanese culture, there is this uh, this tradition, and he says that it was a king that had a he had a cup, and uh, he loved this cup so much. And once the cup. Uh, I don't know what happened, but he came, fall, fell to the ground and was broken. And he loved that cup so much. So he went to his best uh, so artists, his best, artist, his best uh, uh, painters, best uh, creative people. And said, hey, guys. And he come with all these pieces of the cup and asked, can you fix this? Can you fix this cup? And they took, they took the cup. And took every piece and started to glue it together with uh, uh, ceramic, gold, and silver. And, and the story says, so, says that sometimes they use diamonds to put it in. In the gold and the silver. And they put the whole cup together. And they brought back that cup. The same broken cup. The same cup that was in pieces for no use. They brought back to the king. Listen, the cup never stopped being the king's cup. You have never stopped being the king's cup. He always loved you. He always liked you. Then you felt and you were broken. And then he restored you. They broke back the cup. And the story says that every time a guest came... They look at the cup and he show up the cup saying, look at this cup. Look every little piece and they could see different pictures in the brokenness. They could see different beauty in the brokenness. The same thing is with you and me. When we come to Jesus, you can come with broken pieces and you you will think I'm useless. I am good for nothing, but you are still A king's son and daughter. You are still, you still belong to the father. And he's still looking after you. No matter how broken you are, he will restore you. And he will just not restore you to the old self. He will do a new creation with you. And then you will be, you will be exhibit. You will be, putting up to to a platform and people will speak about what God have done in your life you will become a testimony you will become a new creation and when people look to you they will say is that you is that really you I don't, I don't recognize you no you can't recognize me because I was broke I was a broken kid from El Salvador but Jesus came and he restored my life I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus Jesus, my friend, it was a mother that prays for me. And I know there are mothers and fathers praying for their children today. Let me end with this. Let me end with the cross. My friend, the cross is the most beautiful symbol today. Every time somebody look at a cross, they will say, that cross represents forgiveness. That cross represents salvation. That's, that's a Christian symbol. But for many years ago, when Jesus was hanging on a cross like that, that was a symbol for curse. That was a symbol of brokenness, of emptiness. Everyone who was hanging on a cross like that, that was a bad man. There was something that I don't want to touch. And can you imagine the paradox? Can you imagine the the, the picture that the same symbol that once was saying curse is now saying save. The same picture that was, the same symbol that was saying destroy and curse is saying today blessing and restore. Are you here, my friend? And no matter what you go through, you may call yourself Muhammad, Abdullah. You can call yourself Jose, Pablo, or maybe you call yourself uh, Jean, or whatever your name is, wherever you come from. This is the message to you. And I will love. I would love that I could hug you. I would love that I could sit with you in your loneliness and to share the same message to you. I would like to sit with you as I, I was sitting in a bed for many years ago and cry out to Jesus. And he will open his door to you. And you will go, my friend, from being a zero to a hero. You will say, I don't deserve it, Walter. No, I know, my friend. I don't deserve it either. I'm just standing on his grace. I'm just standing on his forgiveness. I'm just standing on his love. The biggest miracle through our time have been the love of Jesus. That have trespassed everything. So if you want to receive Jesus today, my friend. If you have walked away from the Lord. I want to encourage you right now. I want to say to you, close your eyes and pray this prayer of salvation with me. Where you, are, where you are standing or sitting, close your eyes and pray after me. Let's say together, Jesus, I come to you. Forgive me, Jesus. I have sinned. Change me. Take my broken pieces and restore me. Forgive me, Jesus. I believe in you and I need you in my life. Come to me, change me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen you have been listening to a podcast from sos church stockholm if you want to know more about the church or have information about our bible school and leadership academy go online to SOSchurch.se. we hope to see you soon at a celebration here in stockholm or at one of our daughter churches in Gothenburg or Malmö have a wonderful week